0: Welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show, where we talk all things fantasy football. From player news, rankings, projections, and even trade advice. Everything to help you win your fantasy football league. And now, your hosts, Bob Miller and Tommy Harvey. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show brought to you by dynastyprosfootball.com. Bob Miller here, Tommy Harvey over there. Yeah. Hey, make sure you go check us out at dynastyprosfootball.com for all of our latest rankings and trade values and all that good stuff and don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. Helps us out a bunch. So, now that we got all that out of the way. Tommy, man, what is going on? What a crazy crazy week 1. What a I mean, uh, overreactions and you had crazy, crazy disappointments and people that just blew up. I mean, what a week one we had.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm quite disappointed at the moment. But <laughs>
0: Yeah, you being a Cowboys fan, I don't blame you. It's to be the life, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's just awful. So unfortunate with Dak. Um, I mean, I've, 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 I've got, got him in a that, league. That's a, that's a different rant for a different time, I guess. But.
0: <laughs> no no they, we're all here we're in a safe place you're in the trust tree here so uh you can let it out you can let it out um no no it's just really really unfortunate for Dak and I know you being a big big Cowboys fan and just golly just what a what an awful situation they played like crap the only team I think in week one that didn't score a touchdown, score a touchdown. Yep. um and then add the insult in, injury man you know you've got Dak that's out well luckily he's not out for the season I guess it could be worse. Um, it's it's the Cooper Rush uh,
1: era starting, yeah. I suppose. Here's my question to everybody: What did what did everybody expect? What do you mean? I mean, Jerry Jones did absolutely nothing in the off to improve the team. Did nothing. He allowed wide receivers to walk away. Didn't bring anybody in to quote unquote replace them. Nobody that that was that was worth anything, anyways, allowed Amari Cooper, you know, trade away Amari Cooper for basically nothing. Yeah, he at least was a focal point on for other defenses. You allow Cedric Wilson to, to walk away. You bring in James Washington, he immediately gets hurt. You don't replace him. Michael Gallup's already hurt, coming off a coming off an ACL injury. You draft Jalen Tolbert in the third round. He was inactive last night. So it's CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz and nothing else. Nothing. The offensive line is terrible. You know, everybody says Zeke is overpaid. Well, guess what? He's the only one out there blocking him in in, in pass protection. Tony Pollard sucks in pass pro. Zeke is worth every penny just because of what he gives you in pass protection. Yeah. So what did everybody expect was going to happen? Jerry Jones has run this, has run this team into the ground.
0: Is that it? Is that all you got? (sighs) You feel better?
1: No, but at least I said it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wasn't a big, big fan of letting Amari Cooper go. Um, But I kind of understand why, you know, he's making quite a bit of money. I, I don't know if they brought back the right wide receiver. I mean, Michael Gallup being hurt and, you got guys out there catching balls that you've never even heard of. So, yeah, that was kind of rough. Uh, that that had to be tough for you to to, to watch that. I, uh, I feel so bad for that. That's not going to be get any better.
1: It, it wouldn't have gotten any better even if Dak was, was, was healthy and playing.
0: I think so. I think it would have gotten a little bit better. I, listen, a lot of these guys are not playing in the preseason. And so they need Week One to kind of iron out the kinks, in my opinion. Um, it's a long season. I think that they'll they'll get they'll get better. Um, they'll get things worked out. But they they took a huge step back, and um, it's going to be a rough ride for the next uh, couple of months for Dallas fans, to say the least.
1: Well, a team that that should have been a Super Bowl contender last season was basically stripped to the nuts and bolts on offense this year, and so now they're basically nothing.
0: All right. Well, let's move on. Um, Cause yeah, that, that is unfortunate. I, I can't stand it. I hate seeing injuries and there was so many of them, um, you know, this, this, this week one, you know, me being a Baltimore fan, we lost a couple players for the rest of the year, you know, Juwan James, you know, that just broke my heart. You know, the guy's been yep. working for a year and a half to get back and, nurse that Achilles injury that he had and he came back full strength and by golly if the guy didn't make he didn't even make it through the first half of week one without popping that Achilles again and gosh it just that does that just breaks my heart to see someone put that much work and effort to get back and then something like that happened and then them losing Kyle fuller a <clears> cornerback <throat> which really really upset me because it was an offensive pass interference call where the receiver literally pushed off in the end zone off of Kyle Fuller and he, he landed on his leg, kind of bent his knee when he got pushed off, um, tore his ACL and he's out for the season. So, you know, you hate seeing that. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I know one of the big, big things, it's a little old news now, you know, for anyone that's watching this, but TJ Watt, um, Peck peck, went to go see a couple of, uh, get a couple of different opinions where a lot of folks thought he was out for the season. Uh, Looks like, you know, he's only going to be out for about six weeks. So that's good for all of our IDP players. I know we've got a huge IDP following. Tommy, you and I both uh, own our fair shares of TJ Watt, and he is the overall, like, number one cheat code in all of IDP, and it sucks for your fantasy team to be without him. But I'm happy for TJ that he's not going to miss the entire season. I don't, something about those Watt guys that they can just nurse those those
1: wounds a lot quicker than other people. So he he uh, was so dominant on Sunday too. Just oh anything my God. he wanted to do, he did.
0: Dude, what he scored in our fantasy leagues like 27 fantasy points. Yeah, I think it was like 27. Uh, you know, I I've got him in one of our dynasty leagues and was <laughs> was playing against you in that league, and then you had him in another one of our dynasty leagues playing against me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that interception right. he
1: had was filthy.
0: Oh, it was. It was. But that's TJ Watt, man. I mean, he's a special guy. Yep. He's a special player. So um, I'm really excited to see him get back after, you know, I mean, you know, he's going to miss a month and a half and, um, you know, it's not a lost cause. Um, so definitely have to, we have to go hit those waiver wires and get a replacement tied in or a uh, defensive end. And, you know, Alex Highsmith is a, is a name to really look at, yep. you know, if you're a TJ Watt owner. Um, Moving on, another one that hurts me and probably hurts a lot of our followers out there, man, Keenan Allen. Um, Looks like he's unlikely to play on Thursday, you know, and uh, that's a big, big thing. It's a huge, huge game with the Chargers and uh, Chiefs, and now he's going to be missing that game. So, you know, Mike Williams was a little bit of a disappointment. I don't want to jump the gun there. Uh, However, I think Mike Williams would be a great, great play. Um, I mean, he's going to be the go-to guy on off. since Ken Allen
1: was, is that a hamstring?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. It was a hammy. Um, uh, yeah, I think he had an
1: MRI yesterday. Um, I think Those can he can linger too. What's that? Those hamstring injuries can linger for a while. They can. Before. that's
0: the reason why they, I mean, I, I think that's the reason why they're going to set him this week. I mean, um, just live to fight another day. Let's not hurt him anymore. Let's let him rest that thing up and let him heal. And, um, you know, see what see what week week three. I mean, play Thursday night football. You've got almost a week and a half for these guys to recover. So he might be able to come back week three. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them maybe hold him out maybe one more week after this one and really come back strong on on, on week four. That's, you know, that's a best case I can imagine there. Um, so, yeah, yeah, if you've got him in some fantasy leagues, make sure, you know, you're benching him tomorrow because those Thursday night games certainly sneak up on you. Um, so make sure you get him on your bench and, uh, pop somebody in there and we'll go over some, uh, a few waiver wire targets for you guys a little later on in the show, uh, to pick up that you can pop in there for him. Um, what's another thing, Tommy, what, what's some other NFL news going on out and there?
1: Looks like Elijah Mitchell's going to be out for a couple months with a sprained MCL. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that, you know, that he, unfortunate. he's, he's always going to be one of those guys. I agree. You know, you're always going to have to kind of watch it with him. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't draft him as any more than than your RB three, just because stuff like this is always going to happen to him.
0: Yeah, you can't fool with this guy. Um, he's gonna. He, I think he's going to be a headache, and and I, you know, and that San Francisco backfield's already a headache. Yeah, you know. Um, so now we've got to figure out this whole thing and, and who to go pick up off the waiver wire, uh, to replace him. If you're a, you know, if you're a Mitchell owner, uh, we'll go over that here in a few minutes as well. Um, stinks, totally stinks. Then he uh, got uh, Mac Jones. Jones. He's yep. got some back, a uh, little, you know, coming out a little ginger. He's got some, um, I don't know, spasms and Pulls and tugs, or whatever's going on with his back, um, but he had some tests done and everything uh, checked out fine. So dodged a bullet there. I don't know how many people are starting Mac Jones outside of a Superflex league, but um, you know that could have been a lot worse. So thank goodness he's uh, you know, he's not uh, he's not out. Patriots t- uh, place Ty Montgomery on the injury reserve. Mm. Um. Dude, I mean, he put up a nice little fantasy week, all right? like over 10 points.
1: Yeah. Um, you think this has to be good news for Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson owners, though? Huge.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's big, big for them because I think they were, you know, they were obviously disappointments week one, but that whole Patriots team really was. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this ought to be um, – this will be good for for stevenson and 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 harris owners obviously there i was sitting here reading about it real quick i mean you know it's just a knee injury i don't know if it's an acl what it is i haven't done any real big time research on it but yeah just uh that stinks and another week one injury gosh and then you know speaking of the 49ers with this elijah mitchell man they worked out a lot of running backs um freeman tevin coleman Uh, a few guys and uh, ended up signing. um, I believe they signed. uh, Who was it? Uh, Golly Marlon Mack. They signed Marlon Mack to their, to their practice squad. So that's Um, someone to kind of keep an eye on. I mean, not that he's great, any good, but he's going to probably get some touches. He's a warm body. Exactly. I mean, they have no other choice. I mean, you know, Jeff Wilson
1: and Marlon Mack. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, well, and Tyrion Davis Price wasn't even active this, this past week. They they acted. Uh, who was it? Jordan Mason. Yeah, you know, Davis Price is still a name to look at.
0: I mean, no one was looking at Elijah Mitchell this time last year, and then Week One, boom, blew up. You know, yep. he's the biggest, you know, waiver wire ad Week One. So, um, I think Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Wilson's going to be probably the biggest waiver wire ad uh, for tomorrow. So, um, and and rightfully so. I mean, in that with that running attack, um, he'll definitely bring you some value. Uh, you know, I can't imagine Mac Marlon Mack being uh, being a starter. So Jeff Wilson knows that offense, and I think he'll be the guy there. Um, Colts released Rodrigo Blankenship today. It's kind of sad, you know. You gonna miss goggles? Yeah, man. You know, pretty cool kicker. I know you hate kickers, but. You know, he missed, uh, he had a couple of bad kickoffs and he missed an over, you know, a uh, missed one in overtime Sunday. And uh, yeah, man, they're done. I mean, he missed a 42 yard field goal.
1: Not, well, here you go. Not only do I not like him because he's a kicker, he was also a Georgia Bulldog. So I really don't like him. Oh, that's true. That's true
0: yeah so I can't think of anything else really really fantasy relevant that I would uh, jump all over uh right now um so let's uh let's move on to like some of our surprises in week one and some of our disappointments here um I'll start off with you who's someone that really jumped out to you that surprised you this
1: past week um uh the way Michael Thomas looked in the second half um first half he didn't do anything he was he had a goose egg in the first half of that game. But the second half, he looked like the old Michael Thomas. And if that's what he's going to look like from here on out, he's going he, he's a steal for what his ADP was. Absolutely.
0: I mean, he didn't do anything in that first half. No. But, you know, I don't think Jameis and him really got – it didn't seem like they got a lot of time in training camp working together. Um, So – it took that second half, really, to uh, to make some adjustments. And the fact that he was the red zone target, the end zone target, um, made me really giddy because you and I play in a lot of leagues together, and I own a bunch of yep. Michael Thomas. He was someone that I was really, really big on going into this season, and it looks like so far um, it's a little bit of a hit there for
1: me. Well, and he was being drafted as a lot of people's wide receiver three. so. Right. Yeah, or like a flex or right. something. And yeah, or you know, wide receiver three flex option. Now he's looking like he could very well be a wide receiver one if if that's you know, if that keeps up for him.
0: Gosh, imagine if he finishes as a wide receiver one. How I mean, just I mean that's a league winner. I yeah, mean, that, a absolutely. Winner it is. What
1: Ooh. what you were able to get what what you were able to get him for in the offseason, uh he was a steal. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He's right now he looks like an absolute steal. I grabbed him everywhere I could get him. Speaking of a steal, man, boy, I'm telling you, I don't know what I'm drinking here. Gypsy something, a caramel apple cider. You, I don't know.
1: Is that Gypsy cider? It
0: is. There you go. It is. It's pretty it good is, stuff. It is delish. I'm not gonna it's probably lie. really sweet. Um, it's got a little tart to it, so yeah. it, I think it. There's enough little tart to where I don't, I don't think I'm drinking something awful sweet. It it tastes like kind of a really really sour caramel you know or like a sour like a green apple in a way and then you get that little bit of uh sweet
1: caramel kind of aftertaste you've been down to the barrel house Mm -mm. it's actually pretty cool place
0: well we'll go hit it up we will go hit it up god that stuff's good oh my god i'm gonna have to go back down there and get that get more of it only sell them in like a four pack it's a little disappointing all right moving on um let's somebody else oh ooh, ooh, saquon Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, my boy, Saquon. Did he not look great? Or he looked. did. He I looked, mean, he looked... I mean, that's the best he's looked since his rookie year. Yeah. No argument there. He Absolutely. had some first. He looked healthy. Oh, my gosh. Good. Oh, Lord have mercy. He looks like he, uh, he... You know, people have brought him in as a maybe an RB2. I mean, here's another guy that could possibly finish as an RB one and, you know, kind of claim that, uh, claim that throne again. Um, Yeah. Catching passes. I mean, he was featured in the offense um, and looked absolutely fantastic. I love what I see there and you, and I, I own a lot of Saquon. I'm really, really loving what I see so far there. Who's someone else that jumps out to you?
1: Um, I have uh, Antonio Gibson down there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, It looks like they're going to use him in the way he should be used. I mean, you talked about this either last week or the week before about um, he needs to be used in kind of that that Devo Samuel type role, and that's exactly how he was used on on Sunday.
0: You're exactly right. You know, he needed to be used like a wide receiver turned into a running back.
1: Yep, which is what he is.
0: Exactly what he is, and that's what they did. They utilized his strengths. they got him in space, and he produced
1: well and the good the the good thing there is washington has two of those guys so they're interchangeable him and curtis samuel Mm -hmm. they're basically both the same so if you use them the proper way you're able to get those guys out in space and they can just go
0: Uh, you're absolutely correct. I mean, that he looked great. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, what was it two weeks ago? He was the friggin' water boy, according yep. to uh, a lot of reports out there mm-hmm. and people were uh, freaking out about him. And I will have to admit I was one of them. Um, I don't own much of him, but in the places that I had him, I was, tr- I, I was trying to move him as much as possible. I just, I hated these reports. And then you had the Brian Robinson was coming on and I mean, a lot of signs are pointing to get rid of him. I was, I did get an offer of Elijah Mitchell straight up for him in a dynasty league that I happened to turn down. Thank goodness. Um, so yeah. Hey, what about our boy Cordero Patterson, man? This guy's like 50 years old and he's still getting it done. He's still get, this guy is amazing, man. Amazing. You know, speaking of that kind of wide receiver turn running back role, um, he might be the OG. You know what I'm saying? So, uh,
1: uh, which is crazy because in college he was a very good wide receiver, very productive wide receiver.
0: Yep, yep, and a great returner, a great returner, great returner. I mean, really, uh, you, you were looking at it, he was brought into the league really just at, primarily as a returner, as a returner. Yeah, you know, well, because he a... because he
1: couldn't run routes. Mm-mm. He he got to the NFL and just couldn't run routes, so they had to figure out something for him. And then he goes to Atlanta and becomes a running back.
0: It's no. killing. It. They had no choice.
1: Yeah, killing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They had no choice but to go there with him. Um, love him, and 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 I don't see anything changing. I see him picking up right where he left off last year, and he did. Yep. Um, and you talk about someone you are getting at a steal, an absolute steal in drafts. No one wanted. To, no one wanted to touch the guy.
1: Well, and um, he became the workhorse the other day because, surprise, surprise, Damian Williams went down. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> That's someone that I'll be
0: cutting on a, a few of my dynasty teams um, that I picked up. So, I got a place in my heart for Damian. Um, but, uh, yeah, 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 it's a poor – another thing. It just sucks. All right, who else? Carson Wentz.
1: Carson Wentz, man.
0: Oh, yeah, Carson Wentz, man. Yeah, I, I – Yeah, you know what do we expect from him moving forward?
1: That's kind of thing you don't know. He can look like an MVP candidate, and then he he can look like he doesn't know how to play. So you don't know what you're getting from him. He was a complete surprise the other day because you look at what he was, what he looked like last year, and it was terrible. Matter of fact, ever since he came back from that injury from from a few years ago, he's been terrible.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, is Washington brought him in, in my opinion, because their team fits his strengths. You know, that's that's my thoughts
1: there. Terry McLaurin fits what
0: sure. what he's what he's really capable
1: of. Yeah, and um, so Dotson, Dotson having him having him as a downfield threat is pretty good too.
0: Absolutely, Dotson was great. Um, man, I just. It, it was it was nice. I mean, it was good to see, and a lot of people – here's another guy that's sitting on the waiver wire. I mean, I, I can't imagine many people that picked him up uh, unless they're in the Super Flex League.
1: Sure. Well, the Super Flex League he was probably already owned, but, you know, in, in a one QB league, if he keeps playing like this, he's playable. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I – It's still a little weird to roll him out as your every week starter. Um, But if you're that Trey Lance owner, that Matthew Stafford owner, um, some guys that had a little questionable week ones and, you know, you want a little insurance policy, I think it's worth maybe going grabbing Carson Wentz if he's on the waiver wire. So, you know, it's another, um, so I'm trying to think here. Who's some, uh, any more surprises that really jump out to me? nothing. I mean, there's plenty of guys that did really, really well. And, you know, we, we're not going to talk IDPs. I think I'm going to do that tomorrow night. Um, we're going to be rolling out our first episode of our IDP show. Um, and we're going to have a special guest, uh, Gary Davenport on with us from NBC and really bleacher report. I mean, you name the website and he's, he's a part of it. So, uh, you know, really excited about that. So we are going to go over some IDPs tomorrow night. Um, so let's talk about some disappointments. Some guys that really jump out to us that, uh, kind of crap the bed that we had high expectations for. And, and I'll tell you what, I am going to start this one off. I'm going to lead this one off because I, I'm going to have to just eat shit on this one. And that's cam acres. Um, you and I talk all the time and I've been a cam acres guy all off season. I never took a break from him. I was grabbing him everywhere. I could get him, um, he's got incredible talent on an incredible offensive team and touchdown opportunities like crazy and he didn't play hardly at all
1: well did uh, you see him in in, in pass pro
0: he was no. I was too was busy, I was too busy yelling
1: and yelling at my television and and, and he was actively, he was actively running away from blocks like he, he, he just would he wouldn't even uh, even attempt to make any contact with anybody, <clears throat> so you can't have him in there.
0: Yeah, he's going to have to make some uh, make some adjustments um, because he is just a superior talent and he needs to be in there. I mean, there's just no no getting around it. He needs to get his butt in there. Um, I think he's a better running back than H- Henderson, but the way that game went, you know, they were trying to grind it out. They were trying to keep you know keep the other team's offense off the field so they're trying to control clock we'll see as the season goes along but um my prediction of cam Akers finishing as a top eight uh running back looks like that may not be happening so um you know that was a big swing and a miss right there for me what's the disappointment for you big guy
1: well kind comes come with kind of a caveat Trey Lance, he didn't look good, but that was just a horrible game for anybody to look good in. It was it was nasty, it was wet, it was storming. Yeah. It, it was gross. Um, so I don't know if you can really take anything away from that game. Nobody looked good at it. I'm not going to. I, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna just chalk
0: that up and and just you know wad it up and throw it in the garbage. I I don't think there's anything we can really um, take away from that game. There's no need for it. There's no need to 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 deal with it. Uh, not at all. So it yeah, was, let's just. It anybody, was anybody's dream. Yeah. Anyone that's a Lance owner, just um, you know, just lick your wounds and and, and move on. Kind uh, monitor
1: it too. I mean, um, another guy that I was extremely disappointed in because I have him in in a couple leagues. Aaron Rodgers Ugh. just did nothing. Did nothing.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I think he's my quarterback, I believe, in the Warrior Bowl or something like that. And, boy, he really, really let me down. He let everyone down. Yeah. Um, I think better days are coming for him as well. They've got – you know, he's not going to – this isn't going to last long. They'll get it figured out. Well, um,
1: it also didn't help Christian Watson just basically – that that long pass that would have been a touchdown.
0: No butter fingers there. Yeah, just yeah.
1: right through his hands.
0: yeah that was uh that was that that would have changed some things around for him there um certainly so you know if you're an aaron Rodgers owner it's unless you've got just another kick-ass quarterback i mean you're not benching a rod you're gonna roll with him um and it's unfortunate that he and trey lance kind of let let us down this uh this week one but better days are coming for both for both players um your boy cd lamb there in dallas um I expected a lot of targets for him and you know, there just, there was a little bit off. I mean, there's some drops there and, and, um, and now, now no Dak for, for several, several weeks. Um, even though now, didn't Jerry come out and say that he thinks that Dak will be, uh, only miss about four weeks.
1: Uh, he, he thinks he'll be back sooner than four weeks, which is why he's not putting him on IR. Um, I don't see how that's going to happen. I mean, he's going to—he's ha- having hand surgery. For crying out loud.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, <laughs> that's that's being that's being overly optimistic. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we hope so. We hope so. I've i I own some uh, some DAC, and um, yeah, I've got to scurry around the uh, waiver wire tonight and go grab
1: a stud like Joe Flacco or something. You know, just to fill. <laughs> I was uh, I was really happy in uh in, in one of the leagues we're in together where I uh, I had Dak as a keeper. I yeah. uh, I also drafted Matt Ryan, so at least I got Matty Ice that I can plug in there.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Not that Matt Ryan did a whole whole lot, uh, but yeah, it's better than uh, it's better than having to hit that waiver wire and grabbing some like a Cooper Rush or something. Yikes. Mm-hmm. so. Um, Let's talk about some guys that really just crap the bed and put up some goose eggs here, man. Uh, who do you want to start with? Devonta Smith, Cole Kmet. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I, luckily, we don't have Tim, you know, Lays and Beyond with us tonight. Uh, he was scheduled to be on, but unfortunately, he's uh, he's under the weather, so we're hoping he gets better. Um, but um, he's a
1: Cole Kmet guy. And- well, with, with Cole Kmet, it's kind of kind of the same boat as Trey Lance. You know, it was just an ugly game. It was. You really can't take much away from it. Nobody did anything in that
0: game. I mean, it was a frigging monsoon. Yeah. yeah. No one. Nobody did anything. You know, I'm surprised that Baltimore put up the points that they did because they were playing in a rainy game. It wasn't the craziness that uh, that Chicago game was, but it was still rainy and and ugly. There was a lot of drop passes in that game. So. Uh,
1: yeah, they were squeegeeing water off the field.
0: Why? I mean, I don't <laughs> even think that would have done any. I mean, five seconds later, it would have just been right? nasty again. Um, now Devontae Smith, on the other hand, that one, that one, that that's a big disappointment. That was a that was yeah,
1: a surprise, man. Especially with how good, uh, well, I'm not gonna say how good, but with the effectiveness that um, Philly moved the ball. Um, AJ Brown was a monster, and mm-hmm. Devontae Smith did nothing. Zero catches. I'm not even sure how many targets he had, but it wasn't many.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I'm not sure how many he ended up with. It was a lot, but he just, he was a man amongst boys out there. I mean, he looked phenomenal. Um, yeah. uh, he had 10 catches for 155 yards. Right. That's it. That's yeah.
1: all. Devontae Smith didn't do anything, though. He had zero catches. Yeah, he did nothing. He, did nothing. he, he didn't have many targets either.
0: Well, Jalen Hurts, you know, he completed eighteen
1: passes for the game, and right. ten of them were to AJ Brown. Yeah, I showed you where he's going, and Goddard, I think Goddard had a few catches too. So, where are the you know where are the targets going to going to come from there? Um, because well, it, it, it's very obvious AJ Brown's going to get going to get his share. Goddard's well, going to get I mean,
0: his share. Jalen Hurts did. He, he you know he completed eighteen passes, but he he he, he attempted thirty two passes. Um, so uh, easily, some of those could go. I, I can't imagine uh, Devontae Smith not uh, not getting his. So they'll make some adjustments there. It was a close game with uh, with the with the Lions. So um, I, I can I don't know if we can really really rely on Devontae Smith. I mean, it's going to be hard to roll him out there next week as a starter unless you really just unless you're in a you know a, a league that starts three wide receivers or something like that and you got no choice. You know they're they're going to be more of a premium. Um, but if you have the luxury of maybe benching him, uh, picking up some of these guys off the waiver wire, something like that, you know, that might be something to consider. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's really unfortunate the way, you know, cause I'm a big, big fan of his, but AJ Brown definitely got all the love. Um, so yeah, anyway, so talking about all these guys, you know, our disappointments, our surprises, things like that. Let's talk a little bit before we hit the waiver wire stuff. Let's talk a little bit about some guys that maybe after week one, okay, the 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 dust is settled, the smoke is cleared. Um, there's some questions that we needed answered, and they're answered now. Um, so who are some guys that you're buying right now? Who's some guys that we're selling? Um, whether it's Redraft, whether it's Dynasty, no matter what it is, some guys we're really targeting. Um, let's start with you, and who is a guy that you're looking to go grab um, – mind you you know let's not you know pay a premium price for them but who's someone that maybe you're targeting you know over the next week you know to try and pick up you know maybe via trade or something like that
1: if anybody's looking to get rid of antonio gibson i'm your i'm your huckleberry It's in my way
0: okay and you know what's funny is i'm on the other end of that i'm i'm selling him high i think you know brian robinson's coming back um Everyone was freaking out about Antonio Gibson over this, probably the last two months. And now you're telling me we have an opportunity to maybe go and sell him and get, I don't know if you want to call it top dollar, not yet. Maybe after this week too, if you still have him and he puts up a similar performance, I think he can get top dollar for him. And I think it's a great time to sell him. So uh, if I have him in any leagues that you and I are in, Uh, you and I may talk here, (laughs) you know, we might get some offers going there, but I I certainly get, listen, everyone uh, could be a deal. If you, if someone's trying to move off of him and you can get him cheap still, you know, someone's like, oh, maybe someone will take him off my hands now and you can get him at a good, good deal. Why not buy him? You know, everyone's worth something. And if you can get him super cheap, then yeah, go grab him. But I'm certainly selling him a I'm probably not going to do it this week. Um, I'm going to wait and see if he puts up some, some good points after week two. Um, especially when people have these injuries, You're Elijah Mitchell owners, things like that, that, that are really, really hurting uh, at running back. Maybe it's someone, you know, someone like me that was really relying on Cam Akers. <laughs> you know, maybe those are the guys you can try and go sell to. So, but no, I get it. I get it. Um, who's someone else you're buying?
1: Uh, Robbie Anderson. He was the uh, top target for uh... For Baker Mayfield this past weekend, and he looked pretty good. And this guy was like,
0: looked like he wanted out of Carolina,
1: yep. you know. And it's Robbie with an IE. It's not Y anymore. Interesting. He spells it with an IE. he had, he had a whole Q and A about about it with reporters about about why he changed it from spelling with a with a Y to an IE. Said he just likes the way it looks better.
0: Interesting yep looks good I'll yeah. go with that. I could put a little heart above the eye yeah know to dot my eye. gotcha um <laughs> but no no but, uh, Robbie Anderson was man Robbie Anderson had a great great game. I've got it. I'm in a couple of very very deep dynasty leagues that I have him in um I, golly i I don't know if I can play him this week um but if I have some some injuries, I think I did have an injury to someone. So I'm really having to consider him. I can't oh Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, I have to bench and I'm looking at possibly playing Robbie Anderson in that spot. Um, so you know, fingers crossed, we'll see how that goes.
1: Well, and the crazy thing was before this past weekend, Robbie Anderson was probably somebody you would have looked at dropping to pick somebody up on the waiver wire for.
0: Dude, he's still on the waiver wire in so yeah. many leagues. There's so many leagues, you know, shallow especially, or redraft Mm -hmm. leagues. Ain't nobody got him on their team. Nobody's got him on their roster. But he had five catches, 102 yards and a tutty. Yep. And, you know, the one, the touchdown was a long pass. Who cares? I mean, who cares how they score him? But, you know, other than that, he still had four catches after, you know, besides that big, big play. So, certainly, you're right. You know, he was the favorite target. Um, He was what we were hoping to get out of D.J. Moore. Um, that was Robbie Anderson. So we'll see, we'll see if DJ Moore puts up with it. Cause you know, I mean, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know, and, um, he may not be a big, big fan of that. So they may purposely target, you know, DJ Moore this, this second week, you know, just to kind of keep him happy. Um, so Robbie Anderson could be someone that, uh, could disappoint. So we want to keep an eye on that. Um, but that is a good, uh, good call. He's certainly worth the pickup on your waiver wire just in case. Uh, Miles Sanders. Holy moly, Miles Sanders scored a touchdown. He was impressive, too. He was. He looked good. I, he got a little chip on his shoulder, man. I, I got, he ain't playing around,
1: man. I mean, he he uh, averaged over six yards a carry.
0: You know, Detroit, you know, but um, it doesn't matter. Those are grown-ass men out there. They're, the NFL they're still game. NFL players. Yep, you're, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> I mean, had a heck of a game. Another guy that you could have totally gotten uh, super, super cheap. And listen, somebody might want to try. I mean, listen, how many sleeper leagues and whatever we're in, where how many people put guys on trade blocks today? You know, just in the leagues you and I are in. I mean, a ton. And it's these guys. It's Antonio Gibson. It's it's Miles Sanders. It's people like Pat Friermuth or or Chase Claypool. You know, guys like this that are that are you know people throwing them out there on the waiver wire just to uh, try and sell high. And I get it, and you can sell them high, but if you can still buy some of these guys low uh, and they're going to help your fantasy team, go pick them up. Go
1: pick them up quick. And Claypool is going to have a role in that offense.
0: You know, you and I had talked about this many, many times. I was wondering if they they brought in um, our boy out of Georgia, um, Pickens. Pickens. I thought they were maybe bringing him in to kind of phase out Claypool because Claypool was kind of on the – it was a little rocky Mm -hmm. situation last year. Um, so I'm wondering Pickens was going to replace Claypool, and they were just going to kind of phase him out. Um, but certainly doesn't look like it. You know, well, I think
1: doing... I think with Claypool, especially with with Najee Harris's injury, um, they can really use him in a multitude of different ways. Where they can they can give him the those jet sweeps, they can line him up in the backfield, they can throw him screen passes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he's big and athletic enough to be able to do anything. I thought, didn't he even run the ball at one point? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, you hey, take advantage, use him. I mean, wear this guy out, you know, especially if you don't think he's part of your future. Yeah. I mean, I think you know. he had
1: like six carries. It's
0: pretty well. I mean, is that not the trend or what, man? Cordero yes. Patterson started something here. And yeah. now you've got, you know, yeah, we've been talking about it off and on this whole episode is, yeah. is these guys that they're using this way and why not find guys with those Debo rolls? Because that's, If it's effective, then by golly, do it. Opportunity is key, right? Do you think you can buy Pat Fryermuth? I mean, I know you've got him listed as one of your buys, but do you think you're paying? I mean, are you buying him at, like, top dollar right now? Because, I mean, tight end's always so thin. Right. And, you know, some guys are always, you know, obviously people, several people probably drafted Fryermuth late in their draft as their starter. Um, or maybe a backup, you know, maybe if you grabbed a Kelsey or an Andrews, sure. uh, you know, high and you've got that luxury to maybe go him. but I mean, are, are you really shopping for him? I know you got him as a buy, but you know, I think, do you, don't you think you might have to overpay for him right now? I mean, I don't know if you get him at a, get him at a deal
1: or not. I don't necessarily think so because most people, like you said, if you drafted Fryer Muth, it was probably as a backup. You're probably, you know, you're probably streaming, you're, you're probably streaming tight end at that point you know gasiki friarmuth um you know albert o you know guys guys like that probably in the same boat so i mean if you if you drafted him they, you're either streaming or you drafted him as a backup so so somebody who has him as as their backup go to them and see what they want for him
0: yeah, I mean, it doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't hurt going and, you know, just prying and looking and seeing what someone would, would want for him. But a lot of those, I don't know, in my opinion, a lot of those people that drafted Muth are like those, you know, every league has that Steelers fan. And yeah. I think those guys targeted these guys. So I think you're having to, I think you might, you might have to pay a little too much to get him. Uh, but if you can get him at a discount, if you can get him at a steal at a good deal, I think he's a hell, I think he's a, a an every week starting tight end for you.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up with 60, 70 catches this year. Wow.
0: Strong right there. That's strong. Well, oh, just look um, at week one. Yeah. So who's some guys we're selling? I mean, we're talking about – I think we were kind of talking about some buys and right. sprinkled in a little bit of sales in there. But, you know, who who is someone that you are uh, – maybe you're looking to cash out on right now after week
1: one? Uh, my number one guy is Michael Carter. You think so, huh? I think so. Um, he didn't – he didn't get much, if any, love in the in the passing game. That that all went to Brees Hall. And it's just a matter of time until Brees Hall takes over that takes over the running duties there too.
0: Yeah, I watched that game and and he looked good, uh, but Brees Hall looked good too. Yeah, you know they both looked uh, they looked all right.
1: And so um, but Brees Hall was was their receiving back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if, if you're going to give a guy who should be a bell cow all those all those receiving opportunities as well it's just a matter of time until he takes over the entire backfield.
0: yeah he did he you know he played well he looked uh he looked good um i think that uh, he's just going to get more touches moving forward especially in that offense with flacco over the next few weeks Mm -hmm. uh being the starter i think that you know he threw the ball way way too much Um, he had to, but I mean, I didn't, honestly, I, he had to in the end, but I don't think he had to, um, you know, for the first, first half, I mean, it wasn't like they were down big or anything. Um, so I think after seeing what Flacco has, especially with him being a check down Charlie, I mean, I've watched Flacco for a million years. Um, he is a check down machine and the guy that's going to cash in on that is Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. um so it's certainly something to keep an eye out on um but yeah yeah i i would sell i, I agree 100 michael carter if you can go cash out on him um go you know go find someone in your leagues that's really needing help at running back really go take advantage of that go grab you something that can help your team whether it's a tight end wide receiver maybe you bundle your quarterback and michael carter to upgrade your quarterback whatever it can do to help your team you know use michael carter to do it sure um, we were talking about Carson Wentz earlier. He's another guy. You know, if if you're in a um one quarterback league, I don't know really if you're gonna get much for him. But if you're in a super flex league, it doesn't matter
1: who in the world it is. If it's a starting quarterback, he's worth he's worth all the money. Yeah. And if you can especially on- if you have him sitting on your bench. If you got two quarterbacks ahead of him and, and you you have Wentz as your as your QB three on your bench. Yeah, it's true. If he's your bye week kind of quarterback, yeah.
0: Go sell high, go grab, you know, go, you know, sell him and go grab like a
1: Geno Smith or something like that. Not only that, but here, here, here's a secret in a super flex. You don't have to start a quarterback. You You don't don't have to start another quarterback.
0: You don't. I mean, I, I I believe, I mean, as a matter of fact in a super flex league that you and I are in, I had Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. I put him, uh, I I had to, uh, I had to play someone in my uh, super flex, running back wide receiver something like that and i still kicked your ass so uh you know doesn't matter thanks for that
1: (laughs) yeah the the other league thank thanks to uh thanks for uh rashad penny for not doing anything in the second half last night because i lost to you by six points Uh uh-huh well i
0: gave rashad penny a call uh at halftime and we had a had a
1: talk i could tell
0: we uh, we we discussed things, and I threw him yeah. money. I threw him a little cash on the side. Like, listen, man, this is this is it's serious. Called, it's called collusion, by the way. Is that yeah? Yeah, that is that is a good <laughs> that is definition of collusion. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, <clears throat> I'll tell you, um, Daryl Henderson. I mean, we're talking Cam Acres a little while ago, and I was screaming from the rooftops, from the mountaintops, from anywhere I could be to go grab Cam. Um, but Daryl Henderson, you know, was the unquestioned, uh, featured running back in that offense. Are we selling him?
1: I would. I'd sell him because it was like you said, Cam Akers has, has superior talent and kind of the same thing with, with the Michael Carter Brees Hall situation. The guy with the superior talent is going to end up taking over that role
0: yeah the cream rises to the top always does and um if if la plays subpar for another couple of weeks they're gonna have to make some changes and daryl henderson's not really a home run threat he's not um he's just a grinder he's a guy he's a between the tackles grinder and um he reminds me of sony michelle what's yeah i mean really you're right you're right so i mean there's certainly a use for him and he looked pretty good the other night however is that going to win you football games is he any kind of a threat to break one off and 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 take it to the house absolutely not um cam acres has that ability so um you know just like we were talking with the michael carter uh, if someone in your league is hurting at running back, and you can go sell high cash out, uh, Daryl Henderson certainly a guy. I agree 100 percent that's someone we want to go out there and maybe try and you know make, get top dollar for him right now. Running backs are worth all the money, and if someone played well, go do it. You know, go to the cam. I mean, if someone in your league's the Cam Acres owner, go to that guy. Um, Daryl Henderson. I mean, that Cam Acres owner's hurting. That Cam Acres, you know, owner is, you know trying to figure out someone to grab off the waiver wire, whatever it is, go send that, go, go, go negotiate with them right now. Go talk to that guy about Daryl Henderson, you know, so they can lock down that backfield.
1: Hey, everybody who's in a league with Bob Miller, there was some subtext to that. He wants Daryl, he wants Daryl Henderson.
0: You know, what? it's going to be funny. I wonder how many Daryl Henderson offers
1: I'm going to get because, dude,
0: I mean, I own Cam Akers and probably 80% of my dynasty league. So, um, yeah, I would probably concede. I'm, I'm wondering if my phone blows up here in the next few minutes with Daryl Henderson offers. That'd be kind of funny. Um, who's another guy you're selling,
1: big guy? Uh, Jarvis Landry. I'm going to ca- kind of capitalize on the big game he had the other day. Um, and – Kind of move on from him, especially since uh, Michael Thomas really came on in the second half of that game. I think he is the unquestioned number one wide receiver there. Um, Mm. And here over the next couple weeks, I expect Chris Olave to take over that that number two role. So I would be I'd be shipping Jarvis Landry out.
0: Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what to say about that, man.
1: I really, really capitalize on the big week and get rid of him.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you can sell high, you know me, I'm, you, you and I are big time, like big time in the trades, whatever league we're in, we're, we're trying to make deals. And, you know, I'm certainly a dynasty businessman um, to say the least. So if I can cash out and make money on him, I'm great. I'm, I'm doing it. But I really like what I saw from him. He was, he was the favorite target there. Yeah, I I don't know how long it's going to last for him. Who knows? But I think I think he sustains this. Jameis is a gunslinger, man. Jameis thro- throws the ball, and I mean, any of those you know wide receivers in a Jameis-led offense has always shown you know some value. And with, I get it that that Michael Thomas was your your end zone guy, and and that's exactly what he is. But there's plenty of targets to go around when Jameis is playing. And um, to have someone, you know, Jarvis has never been a touchdown machine. His value is not there. He's always been exactly what the hell he did Sunday is exactly what he's been his entire career, a reception guy, you know, a PPR machine.
1: And I think that's why I'm selling high on him right now.
0: If you have him, yeah, if you have him. But I think he's sitting on the waiver wire a lot of places. He may be. You go ahead I mean he's sitting out there he's a guy that I'm targeting you know if you have if you're that Keenan Allen owner um, you know if there's some wide receivers out there that that really let you down that you're counting on um, I certainly think that I mean yeah they may phase him out in the next few weeks but I think over the next few weeks he's gonna do exactly what he did on Sunday and have several receptions yeah.
1: And you know, and be that. Don't p- forget, you also have the PPR machine coming out of the backfield, and this guy right here. Yes, you do. You do, but he didn't really do much. Really, nah, uh, didn't in game one.
0: No, no. I mean, Alvin Kamara is Alvin Kamara. Don't be wrong, but you know, Jarvis had seven seven catches for one hundred and fourteen yards. That's Jarvis he's not going to get a hundred yards every game but i mean if he has five six catches for 80 yards you know 75 85 yards perfect perfect sure. hell of a you know that's decent wide receiver two numbers certainly wide receiver three numbers you know or if you need help in your flex it gives you some flexibility
1: there that's the reason why it's called the flex you know what you just made my pitch on why i would sell them so if i'm if i'm selling them to somebody that's exactly the pitch I'm using <clears throat>
0: If I can get a good haul for him, I'm doing it. If I own him, I'm holding on to him for a little while. Now, I am keeping an eye on Olave. You know, if they start really putting, you know, if they start, if you see Jarvis's numbers kind of dip a little bit, that's certainly something to keep an eye on and maybe try and sell him there. Uh, But I think he's got some value right now. So if you can buy him at a good deal, go grab him. If you can get him off your waiver wire, certainly grab him. He's definitely one of my top targets on the waiver wire this year, or I mean this week. Um, But yeah, if you can sell him and sell high on him, if you already own him, if you already own him, you got him for absolutely nothing. So you're going to come away with making nothing but a profit. Yep. Um, So certainly keep that in mind. If (laughs) If you already own him now, you weren't getting him to count on him. You Know he's just a bench stash that you were hoping did something exactly like this in week one, maybe week two, and then you can sell high on him. So, congratulations! My point exactly, if you, if you own him, go ha- you know, go knock yourself out and do exactly what you hope to do. So, my point, exactly. Yep, uh, yep, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point there, Tom. Um, let's see, you know, that's that's probably the only guy. I mean, anybody else were thinking, I mean. Your boy Dalton Schultz. I mean, what are you doing with him right now? With Cooper Rush taking over,
1: um, I am selling him based off name value right now. Do you think you're getting much for him? I, I mean, mean he, I mean, people are you're looking to throw it to somebody, and he is a very good intermediate, you know, short to intermediate uh, target. So, I mean, he's probably going to be the most trusted target on the Cowboys right now. I,
0: that's what I'm thinking. That's the reason why I'm not sure about this. You know, Cooper rush is good. I mean, a lot of times, you know, that tight end is a quarterback's best friend. That's that security blanket, you know, over the middle of the field. Exactly. So Um, you can get a lot for him right now. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you can get a lot for him right now, because I think people are like, Oh, Dax hurt, you know, Cooper rush. I don't want anything to do with that Dallas offense, any of those pass catchers, anything like that.
1: Well, it, it, you know, Kind of what you're saying. You have to be a salesman with this. Mm-hmm. You know, make your pitch, explain why he's a good value, and then capitalize on it.
0: What do you think he does week two? Do you think that he puts up decent numbers? Cooper Rush probably, is going to him probably possibly.
1: very similar to what he did the to, to what he did the other night. Wait, then he, maybe
0: then maybe it's a wise idea to go ahead and sell him then. Sell him this time next week. Sure. Okay. You know, let let people like put their mind at ease. But there again, if you're the Dalton Schultz owner you probably drafted him to be your starting tight end. Right. And so if he does put up the, you know, pretty good
1: numbers, you know, week two, you may not want to sell, but your backup right? tight ends probably somebody like a Dallas Goddard. Who's who's going to give you you know, similar. You,
0: you think, know, think so? You th- I mean, cause you know, Dallas Goddard and Dalton Schultz were getting drafted really about, I mean, they had pretty similar ADPs. Um, so unless you grabbed them in back-to-back rounds, I mean, I would think if you're a Dalton Schultz owner, maybe you have Hayden Hurst or. Okay. Yeah. Or,
1: well, Either way, Hayden Hurst, you know, going to give you similar production too. So
0: absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some guys out there, and then we'll talk about a couple of tight ends. Now that we're talking about tight ends. You know, we talk about some guys that we're you know we're looking at as far as the waiver wire here. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking, you know, we'll we'll just stay with that tight end. You know, we we're talking about Hayden Hurst uh, as a as a decent target to go grab off your waiver wire. I mean, I own a lot of a Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to kind of get ahead of the game. Uh, but what's some other tight ends that maybe you're looking at there on your waiver wire? Are you really are you throwing some money on OJ Howard? Do you OJ Howard? Or, I mean, do you think that that's uh, sustainable? I mean, obviously he's not going to put up two touchdowns a game, um, but that kind of blew my mind, man. That really that was a huge surprise for me this
1: week. Sure, sure. I mean he 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 was involved. Um, he's also in one of those situations where. They have to throw it to somebody. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it can't just be Brandon Cooks every, every pass play. So they're going to have to throw it to somebody. So, you know, him, Brevin Jordan, somebody gonna, is going to, is going to be involved. So why not OJ Howard?
0: Man, I really thought it would have been Brevin. You know, I've been high on him this, this off season. I mean, not like you had to really put any money into him or put any real, you know, effort there. Um, but. I really thought Brevin would be that receiving tight end. I thought OJ was really there to be more of a blocker. Um, so I was a little surprised with that. I'll tell you tight end. I'm going out and looking at, I mean, I've got him in a few leagues, but Gerald Everett, you know, with yeah, the Chargers. Um, Tyler Conklin's another good one. Yeah. Conklin. I watched that game and he was a, re- he was the red zone target. He got the one and only touchdown that they had real late, just garbage time. Um, but don't let that touchdown really get you, you know, hot and heavy over Conklin. They they didn't – Flacco at the helm, they didn't really target their tight ends rarely at all. Um, Corey Davis, of all people. Corey Davis was the one really getting a lot of the love. <clears throat> so that's certainly someone, if you know, sitting on sure. a lot of waiver wires that, listen, I watched Flacco, and that's who he went to. That was his guy. Now, Garrett Davis – Garrett Wilson, I'm sorry. Garrett Wilson um, didn't play very much at all. But, man, when he went into the game, they got him the ball. They didn't didn't put him in to just run around. They put him in and threw the ball to him immediately. And the moves that he put – I mean, he was – dynamic. What's that?
1: He's dynamic.
0: He really, really, really looked (laughs) awesome. It was a rainy, nasty game, and he still was making incredible moves. I really, 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 really like – uh, what I saw out of him. Um, so I think they're going to work him into the offense more and more and more, but right now, Corey Davis was kind of a a favorite target. I'm, I'm not grabbing Conklin unless I'm just really, really desperate. Um, but someone like Gerald Everett, I am, I mean, he got three receptions. I mean, there was only a handful of guys that got more. I mean, there was two guys that got more that had more receptions than him. And that was Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Yep, and and, and um, Allen's
1: gone this and Keenan Allen's not playing this week. And neither, it, neither, neither yeah. is Donald Barham
0: Exactly. Gerald Everett's you know, they brought him in to do exactly that. I mean, he is a he is a receiving tight end, um, and he's a good route runner. And um, yeah, he had four targets. Uh, a lot of people had four targets, and he was one of them. So there, you know, Justin Herbert's spreading the ball out. Um, and with Keenan Allen missing some time here, um, you know, there might be I don't know if you know, Jalen Guyton or Josh Palmer or someone like that. I think Palmer probably benefits the most from that. Um, but Gerald Everett's someone I'm definitely going to grab. And I mean, with with tight end being so weak, and you don't know what you're getting. Um, I tried to be ahead of the curve and grab him in a lot of leagues, and I'm glad that I did. Right now, it looks like um, it looks like this can be him throughout the season. Not a touchdown every game, but you know, those three, four catches for 40, 50 yards with a touchdown sprinkled in there. I mean that's very very
1: useful. So another tight end named Will Disley. He mm-hmm. played really, he played really well last night.
0: Yeah, how many? I mean, how many
1: targets did he have?
0: You know, because um, didn't they have that other tight end that did did no well?
1: no Yeah.
0: Fan. I'm gonna look at the stats here. Look at this box score, but um, I don't think Disley had a whole lot of love. I mean, he had three targets and 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 he had three catches. You know, for 43 yards. So in the touchdown yeah, he made the best of his opportunities there, but, um, and this Colby Parkinson had two catches in a t- with one of them being a touchdown. He had only, you know, two targets there. So that's a, uh, that's a hit or miss. I don't know if they're really, really going to get the volume.
1: Well, it, it looks like they're, they're, they're going to throw it to their tight ends.
0: Yeah. But you also have Noah Fant, you know, Noah we Fant, do, but I mean, he had three catches and you know, four targets. So yeah, I mean, they've got some tight ends all over, all over the place there. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows what's going to happen, you know, uh, week to week there with those guys. Uh, who's someone else you're looking at on that? I mean, we talked about Jeffrey Wilson. I, I would imagine right there that, that Wilson has to be probably the number one waiver wire ad this week. Um, sure. Um I really like Jarvis Landry is a great, great waiver wire ad as well.
1: Yeah, Jarvis, if he's there, um, Jarvis, you know, Jarvis is kind of a bigger name, so I, I'd be surprised if, if if he was on if he was on the the, wa- the waiver wire. But um, if he is, he definitely needs to be owned. A um, couple guys, you know, you got your guy in Baltimore,
0: Duvernay, Devin Duvernay.
1: Yeah, Devin Duvernay. Yep, yep, Um He's probably going to be a, a a pretty pretty big priority ad this week. Uh, Kyle Phillips out, out of Tennessee. He had he had six catches. Stat lines crazy. Six catches, sixty six yards. Don't mind the six 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 there. It's you know uh-huh. he, he's still legit. Um, Greg Dortch. He got ah. a lot of love from from Kyler Murray the uh, the other day. A lot, like. Uh, all those short passes were going. we going to Dorch.
0: Yeah, Jamal Williams looked. Uh, you know, looked like he's still something. Yeah. Um,
1: and he had volume. He he had like what eleven carries.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and I think another guy you have to really a sneaky one is pick up someone like Jalen Warren out of Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, Jalen Warren. Um, the other guy in in San Francisco, Jordan Mason. Um, kind of. If Wilson's already picked up. You know, think about picking up Jordan Mason.
0: Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth yeah. Gainwell's yeah. a guy. Uh, you know, uh, he's, he's, already rostered, been, he's rostered in a lot of leagues. Yeah, Gainwell's um, already owned. You know, if he's still there. Hey, what about our boy, <laughs> Rex Burkhead? I mean, how many people really own him? <laughs> You know? Yeah, he
1: he's probably worth he's probably worth a uh, worth a pickup, you know, especially in if you got a deeper bench. Um, yeah, I just
0: feel nasty even saying
1: that. Yeah, uh, Curtis Samuel. If Curtis Samuel is 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 on the waiver wire, pick him up.
0: Yeah, certainly, definitely. If he's sitting out there, uh, by golly, yeah, yeah. Go him. Um, and we've talked about guys, Carson Wentz, James James Winston, and Gerald Everett, and guys, you know, Robbie Anderson. A lot of these guys are on the on the waiver wire, Hayden yep. Hurst if he's still out there go grab him. Um trying to really really think of some guys to to really really target. At. You know, Devin Not Don't G- Dontrell Hilliard. Hillyard. Yeah, what in the world happened there? Mm-hmm. Um yikes, you know? Um I mean, Latavius Murray signed today with the Saints for like the 50th time. Um but they uh, they have uh you know, there's some I think Kamara's got maybe a rib issue. Uh, Mark Mark Ingram looked really really bad uh, the other day, so I think they He's like thirty six, isn't he? He's in his low thirties, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh,
1: um, he's another another guy bad. to pick up. Khalil Herbert in, chi- in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. He looked a lot better than than David Montgomery did the other day. I'm not saying he's going to take Montgomery's job, but uh, he, he's going to get his his carries too. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good, good guys there. We've talked about, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else, um, that jumps out to me. Um, man, I think we went over them. I think we got him. I'm going to save the IDP stuff for tomorrow night with, uh, with Gary. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of good guys to go and grab. Just, just don't overreact, you know? I mean, I don't know about the Dorch guy and stuff like that, you know, but, Don't go dropping all your fab on someone like Jeffrey Wilson. And, you know, I mean, he's probably the number one waiver wire ad, but don't go crazy over Devin DuVernay. um, If you can get him at a good, good deal, but don't go dropping all your fab on these guys. Like, sure. Let's, let's not, let's not get out of hand, you know, OJ Howard, come on. You know, like your average player. Don't, don't go, don't beat, don't do anything stupid there. So anyways, got anything else tommy man we we just uh went over an hour we're about an hour and four minutes i think that's uh i think that about wraps it up you know we don't want to put people to sleep or anything you know so
1: i'm sure they were asleep 30 minutes ago
0: yeah yeah we're just rambling at this point yeah yeah they probably were i'm gonna be asleep uh before two awful long i'm gonna get on here and work on some things and uh if i keep drinking then i won't i won't make it too much uh too much further so Well, all right, man. Well, good show. Good stuff here. I want to thank everybody for watching the show. Um, Again, make sure you go and check us out. Uh, Check out our website over at DynastyProsFootball.com. If you're watching us on YouTube or if you get an opportunity to go check us out on YouTube, you know, feel free to hit that subscribe button. It helps us out tremendously. So, uh, you know, for myself, uh, for Tommy Harvey, uh, again, we thank you for watching the show. Um, Tune in next week, Tuesday nights, every night, 7.30, 8 o'clock or so. That's when you can find us. You got any questions, you know, feel free to hit us up on uh, YouTube. We'll answer them live on the air. So thank you again for watching. You all have a blessed, blessed evening.